We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. One end of the day, then Bledsoe uh, got listed as doubtful and George Hill got ruled out. So that's, I mean, obviously two important guys and a rotation player being out too. So that's going to impact things. We have Marcus Saul out and Fred Van Vliet out for the Raptors. So that's going to impact things. So what we thought was going to be a somewhat uh, quiet news day turned into a not quiet news day uh, for three games. So let's keep that in mind as we go through these. So on FanDuel, I have Middleton and DiVincenzo tagged at shooting guard. I have Siakam at small forward, and I have a Baca at power forward. So point guard. Um Almost certainly you're going to be spinning up on trade tonight. Like if you look at, we have 7,000 per, uh, per roster spot here remaining on FanDuel. And if you look at the salary of the guys, like it's Jokic at 9-7. Is he viable center? Sure. Trey at 9-6. Collins at 8-6, who we'll talk about. And then like basically it's below AK. Like, and then even past that, there's not even that many guys in the sevens. And then we're just really talking about like guys that are pretty much mid-tier tops. So and he's a good play anyways. Uh, he's 9'6", which is, uh, you know, anytime he's below 10K on either side, I'm going to have interest. And, and Charlotte, yeah, they play slow, but they're not that great defensively, although they've been a little better late uh, lately. So I'm still – it's just um, – Young is just easy to fit. And point guard is, I would say probably – besides small forward, which is why I have Siakam tag, is probably the worst position on the slate. So I'll go – Trey Young is probably who I'm starting with. And then I am landing pretty much on – I want to get Rogier, which is weird to say because he's just kind of a fragile commodity, but it's against Atlanta. So, and he's below 6K. So, 
Monk's still out. Bacon, they called up, but he's not playing. So he's going to be an option. But you might not need that much salary relief. So, like, I've found myself landing on Jamal Murray for this other spot. I've even found myself landing on Kyle Lowry for this other spot. So it's between those three guys to pair with uh, Trey Young. Shooting guard, I have two guys tagged. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. I think that's what you do. I guess the other – I guess I will say there is still another good option at shooting guard. That's Norman Powell, who's 5'5". But with the Milwaukee situation, I just think you do you for for sure doing Middleton, and then I think pretty clearly DiVincenzo is the next best. But Powell would be the next guy, and we'll probably talk a bit, little bit more about that as we go look through some ownership stuff uh, for tournaments. But yeah, that's pretty clear pairing for me for a shooting guard, small forward, Siakam. Similar to what I said about Trey Young, just you got to spend, and he's an even better play than what I wrote about him this morning because. I knew I assumed Van Vliet would be out, but Gasol being out, even though he hasn't played as many minutes this year and his rates are down this year, he's still a key part of the rotation. So it's a little bit of a bump. Even every little bit helps, but this is mainly a positional thing. Like there's just not much here and you have the salary. So you play him and man, I'm going to just pull up our projections here on the share screen. When you're talking about this uh, small forward too, it is just talk about filling, filling it out last man. Yeah. Like there's this group here of these guys in the fives, Bridges, uh, not not so much Utah Bogdanovich, but he's okay. Barton, OG, like you're almost certainly landing on one of those guys as your last spot. I guess the other one would maybe be like if you sort by per dollar, we we like like Ingles and Hunter. I want to land on I, I want, I'm landing on Barton or Bridges for the most part, uh, and I guess OG's right there. Like, we're going to get questions of who I prefer here, guys. Like, I don't. <laughs> I prefer you don't ask. That is what I prefer. <laughs> because I don't want to give you the wrong answer here, and I just really don't know. Um, a lot of what I've been landing on is Barton. He's been playing pretty well lately, and he's cheap. And, like, I'm going to play, you know, a few cash games and maybe throw it into, like, a single entry or two. And that's kind of landing me on this Murray-Barton pairing as my last PG and my last small forward. And that um, kind of just builds in a little correlation to uh, the game since I've thrown in some tournaments. Not some, Obviously not something I usually do for cash games, but just something I thought I'd point out. So then power forward, Ibaka is my preferred option. We have him at uh, 30 minutes. And if you look at uh, – this was yesterday when they played the Kings, and this was when Gasol played, and he played thirty, almost 36 minutes, as you see here. So – Second night of a back-to-back, are they going to run him out close to that? I would think not, but it's good to know that, like, they will do it if they need to. Like, that was with Gasol active and playing. So, I'm, we're obviously not anticipating that because we got him at 30. But, man, that's good to know he's gonna he has room up, which is probably going to be more important for cash game talk on DK because he's just – got to play two on FanDuel, and he's 5'7", and I think he's about that, or 5'9 on DK. So, just comparatively speaking, a little more expensive. So, and then same thing here on uh, at power forward as I talked about it at small forward and point guard is Collins. Like you have the you have the ability to spend on these guys, and he is clearly the uh, the the best other option if you sort by RG value here. He's the next best option here at power forward for me. So that's kind of my pairing. And honestly, like the way this slate shapes up, I don't even think you need to consider anybody else. I guess the other one would be like one of these cheap uh, Bucks guys. Marvin or Urson, or maybe like PJ Washington, but I think you do Collins Ibaka, and then center is pretty much two guys for me, and it's not Jokic because I've been talking about all these other guys where we can spend up, and that's I guess you can spend up on Jokic, but all these other guys I'm talking about is under the assumption I'm going cheap at center, 
and that is based on the fact that you got Barolo at five uh, one or Cody Zeller at four three. I'm looking at one of those two guys most likely. If not those two guys, you're gonna. I think you spend up for Jokic. You can make a case to go down to Gobert, but I think it's uh, I think it's cheap at center for me tonight. Okay, good stuff. Uh, means we got to talk GPPs. We've got the FanDuel single entry contest going on. Uh, and by the way, one of our Crunch Time users took that down. So uh, shout out to, was it somebody with a Y? It wasn't the Iceman. It wasn't Yol Kicks, maybe? Yol Kicks. It was Yol Kicks. I think that was, yeah. It. yeah. Uh, so shout out uh, to, to them for taking that down. But it's still ongoing. So we got to help people with FanDuel GPPs as well. So uh, how, are we, how are we doing this if the slate seems so straightforward? How are we getting away from these obviously good plays? Um, and for for everyone wondering that, I don't know if that's filled yet. It's a twenty five dollar entry point uh, for that single entry series. I think that's the new one this week. So yeah, like I, I just uh, pulled up JSU's plays just to see what he's doing, and like the very first one is is the Jokic one. So it, it's it's so hard to gauge like ownership on these three game slates because the number I'm used to seeing is like you extrapolate that out to you know, nine game slates are the big ones we're talking about. It's so hard to, especially on FanDuel where everything's loose. But I think like if I'm sorting just overall projected ownership. So yeah, here you go. So all those guys I just mentioned when we were going through all those positions, I mentioned Trey Young at point guard. I mentioned Siakam at small forward. I mentioned Collins at power forward. Those are the hot three of the four highest on guys. And obviously Middleton's the next one. And then it drops off a cliff. So I think Jokic is the way to be different because I think that's how the natural construction is going to go. So I think going with him will be a little different. And even like Devin, and I were just spitballing before you opt in the rumor up. But it's like, it's the decision is like, if you go Jokic, what are you doing? Bring it back with Milwaukee. Because if Jokic does have a ceiling game, does that mean they just like absolutely trounce Milwaukee? Maybe you don't, maybe you don't bring it back with like a Middleton. Maybe you get away from that. Cause like the owner says 70, we got four guys on this slate on Fandle that are plus 70%. It's a three game slate, obviously, but yeah, I think Jokic is your first differentiating point. Um, I think, I think Siakam getting away. I mean, I obviously haven't tagged. I hate saying stuff like this, but like right. getting away from a guy like Siakam, and maybe like if you go mid tier, double mid tier at small forward, maybe that allows you a bill where you can pay up for all these guys, or fade fade the middle ten or something like that. So that's a way to be different. Then obviously, shooting guard in general, I think is going to be is going to be one way. Um, I like. I would not fade DiVincenzo at fourteen percent. I would keep him there. But man, yeah, Middleton at seventy-five. There's, I think, and if someone in chat maybe could like double check this for me, I'm pretty sure this is six game and nine nights for the Bucks. That's a lot. And then your 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 end of that is in D- Denver at as Mister Weatherman yeah, Kevin Roth could tell yeah. us <laughs> that is at some extreme elevation, and that's going to burn the lungs a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think there's there's a routes to. Uh, to that game going a little a little wonky, and actually, I'm I got. Um, oh, are I we got, talking sharp side? That's what I was. Oh yeah. to bring up. Nice. I got Denver. I got Denver at three and a half this morning, and I think it's moved up to like five and a half or six. So I just went ahead and locked that after the Bloodstone news. It seems like it, even at five and a half or six, that still seems pretty good, right? In Denver, yeah, you would think, yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Can I throw add? one more out? Can I throw one more out since? Uh, since most people didn't get it at three and a half? No, I don't know if we're going to have time, Means. I don't think we should. We haven't even technically started yet, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Go for it. What else do you have? I like the Joker uh, rebounds over nine and a half. I think uh, 
obviously no Giannis is going to help, but I mean, your boy Brolo, his goal is just to box out Jokic, but still, I think, I think Joker can get over 10. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. So I'm, I like Joker nine out. That was the other one I liked as far as, uh, as far as props go. So, by the way, if you guys, uh, and I guess probably the people who are with us all the time on crunch time, they know about uh, the streak. They know about sharp side. If you don't, if you're one of the freebies watching and you haven't heard, it's an app. It's free. You download the SharpSide app. And then as you place these bets, and I think it's got to be uh, like minus 140 odds or better. Uh, as you get a streak going here, once you get six wins, you start getting FanDuel money for every single bet you win. And it's all free. You don't pay anything. They start paying you. It's And it's fun. Like it's, It uh, is it's, fun, yeah. It's one of my favorite apps that I have on my phone. It's just like every morning I wake up and I'm like, ooh, what am I going to It's obviously a little different than like going on an actual thing and like throwing down however much money you want. But it's like, I feel like I'm winning if I just bet bet for fun and then get free money. It's like, yeah. I feel like I'm winning. Yeah, I like it. Um, so go ahead, go check that out. Uh, means with that said, we have done FanDuel. We've talked about the single entry series. We've talked about... Uh, Cash GPPs. We've talked sharp side. I think we got to talk some some DK here. Yeah. All right. So DK is actually a little bit less straightforward of a build, in my opinion, because like I have these two guys tagged. Um, I think those are the obvious ones, but from there, it's not it's not that easy. So like I just in general. Some guys I'm looking at, I kind of want to just let you know, like who I'm looking at is like the next guys I'm putting in, even though I'm not like tagging them and think they're absolute must plays. These are some guys I'm looking at, like two of them at center are, uh, are Brolo and Serge Ibaka. Like I mentioned, if you, even if like, let's just, for example, let's just take Serge up to 32. Like, let's see what that does. Just overall RG value take him up to 32 minutes now. And he's suddenly the second best value on the slate. So at 30, he's should be fine. And at 32, he's even better. So like, that's a guy I like. And I mentioned Brolo. I'm a, I mean, there is some concern to go too crazy here with the bucks. And especially when people are going to be asking about like really cheap guys, like we have like Connaughton and like Wes Matthews and stuff. And I don't know, man, I, there's the, the, the high spend ups tonight aren't that great for me to be wanting to jam in three, one guys. So mm-hmm just get that out of the way right now. Um, I'm trying to take it. Then like there's some other guys who you're going to want to, you're, you're going to have to spend at some point. Cause we yeah, have Middleton seven, five, but that's or seven, six, but that's not exactly breaking the bank. So you're probably looking at like a Jokic to build around, which I'm fine with. Um, probably prefer him over Trey young. Who's $800 more working down. You have like uh, Donovan Mitchell, you have Devonte Graham. Those guys are some guys I'm seeing as ways to spend some of our money here. So Okay, let's, have, I, let's, I feel like we were all over the place, so let's go position by position. Oh, yeah, I know. I just I just wanted this so people – because I only got two guys tagged, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so point guard. I mentioned a handful of those guys. Uh, Graham is just point guard eligible. Dante uh, Donovan Mitchell is point guard shooting guard. Um, Jordan Clarkson was someone I was looking at a little earlier in the day, but now I don't think we really need to do that, like especially with DiVincenzo opening this up. And then in the mid-tier, Conley at 5'3" is an option for cash games for sure. That Those are the main group of guys I'm looking at. Shooting guard. You have DiVincenzo here if you want it. Shooting guard. Um, one guy I didn't mention at point guard is Rogier, who's 6'6". Point guard, shooting guard. More of a last piece for me than someone I'm going to be looking to jam in. 
the reason like I like uh I like Mitchell and I guess and and going back to like Graham who's just point guard eligible and Conley for that matter is I like using let's see if I can fix this just so it gives a little better interpretation. I like putting DiVincenzo in a shooting guard and using one of those three guys at uh at the point guard slot because mm-hmm. it's actually not that great of a position. Uh, the, the guards in general. So I'm going to go to small forward where Middleton is just small forward eligible. So he's a good, he's a good plug in there, obviously. And then you, you can, you got to find someone for the forward slot and man, it is freaking gross. Miles Bridges, maybe um, Utah Bogdanovich, maybe Norman Powell, six, a, there's just no way I can do that. Like Cody Martin seems a little thin for my liking. So Let's go to power forward and see if we like something a little better there because Bridges would probably be the only guy I'd be considering here for this forward slot. Uh, you do have now uh, – we obviously got confirmation on the Hornets situation, which we were monitoring to see how they're going to go there. It is it is Zeller starting and Biombo is the backup for the immediate future. I think Rick Bonnell said five to seven games. Mm-hmm. So Zeller's an option now at 4-9. Uh, let's see. Millsap at 4-6 is an option here. As far as spin-ups here, there's no one – like, Pascal's 8-7, Collins is 9K. I don't envision myself getting to those guys on DK just because Jokic is, what, $500 more than Collins? Like, give me give me, Jokic, give me Jokic there. So, yeah, that's about it for the Fords in general. Um, don't think there's anybody I'm overlooking here. Maybe, like, P.J. Washington, but I slightly prefer at least Miles Bridges for the dollar. It's maybe a little bit more of a, a toss-up there for you know raw points i still probably lean bridges just a little bit and then center yeah i mentioned Jokic. uh mentioned in the i mentioned the two guys off the top uh abak and brolo and one other guy you uh you might land on is like rudy gobert but those those four guys are strictly center eligible so you can only play two of them so like i envision going to Jokic with one and then the other one being brolo or abaka so like that right there is going to take up two of these other what do we got two of the other six spots so that's going to be kind of a key decision that I think. Okay. Any GPP takes here similar to FanDuel or is there a game that you're interested in stacking here that you think might go lower owned and cross your fingers for OT type thing? I mean, it's, I, I think it's the first one, which is weird to say, but it's like the Hawks and the Hornets. This is one of the one game that doesn't have any injury stuff going on. So there's not like a value opening up late. That's going to make people play more. Uh, the Hornets obviously get a huge pace bump and matchup boost considering how bad Atlanta is. So, and also these guys are besides like Collins and, uh, young, like the Hornets side is cheap. Like you can, you can stack that a little easier. If you get this, like, let's look at, uh, sorry, JSU to untag your face there, but I'm going to click on the Hornets here. And like, if you look at all these guys past the Rogier Grams, everyone else below 6k, if you pick out these, right, the Martin twins or Zeller or, uh, Jalen McDaniels in like bigger tournaments. Like if you get the right guys there that stack with Trey Young and Collins, you can put together a pretty good roster. And then you look at the projected ownership in general, and we have you're taking out one, two, three, four. The first four highest owned guys in the slate are not in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you do one if you don't want to get it, like Graham's the fifth. So if you want to do one of those without Graham and go Rogier, I probably wouldn't want to play uh, both those guys together, Rogier and Graham. So I don't know. I think that's the way. Like, like you got this Milwaukee chalk. Jokic is going to be popular because of because of how much closer he is in price compared to these other guys. So yeah, I think the game stack would be the first one. Okay. And then take your screenshot. Take your screenshots of you winning everything and yeah. post them. 
That's the move. That I've I've still never done that, but I'm definitely going to game stack the first game and then do the whole screenshot thing. <laughs> and then I'm gonna yell one time, one time. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. We've talked some. Fan- Any more DK GPPs you want to go through here? We have just an incredible amount. Yeah, yeah, we got some time. So let me look at just like position by position and ownership here. Um, I it looks like just looking at Lowry there, I want to go look at Siakam because it looks like these guys are. I'm just gonna filter on by Toronto. It looks like these guys are since they're so expensive minus Ibaka, they're so expensive compared to like Fanduel. Like Lowry at 14, Siakam at 18, um, Pal at 15, like. Their prices are so much higher on DK compared to FanDuel. Like the ownership is going to match that. Mm-hmm. If you look at uh, defensive numbers from Utah since basically, I think since they acquired Clarkson, it's helped them immensely offensively. Their defense is, and I'm not saying like he's the reason. Like he doesn't play like enough minutes for it to really matter. But maybe it's like a, a change in in strategy or uh, or approach. But they've been just been way worse since they got him, um, giving up you know uh, giving up a lot of points. So like it's it's one of those things where the reputation kind of doesn't tell the whole story. Like everyone is still afraid to play players against them, especially when you're not getting discounts. Like, like, especially last year we'd get the U the Utah jazz discount. Like no matter what the player did before they would drop like $500 because no one ever plays people against them, but that shouldn't exactly be the case this year. And especially not on a three game slate. So. Okay. Good stuff. Um, Questions. I don't have any. Do you have questions? The people have questions. Let's let's answer them. All right. Where are you taking questions, questions from? Uh, you know, I was in, of course, the Discord chat. If you're not in Discord, hanging out in the Crunch Time chat, you're doing it wrong. Uh, so go ahead, jump in that. I also, I don't know, maybe I'll peek over at YouTube if we run out of questions because um, we got 20 minutes. So I have one more guy I want to talk about center because I kind of gloss over center as like the cash game guys I like, but I want to talk about a few more there if that's all right. Yeah. Just because I think, I think, yeah, like these four guys are going to be popular. Like everyone uh, from working our way up, Brolo, 24%, Rudy, 27%, Abaka, 31%, Jokic, 40%. So like, I think this is a way to be a little different too. Like hammering like the Deadmonds at 4-1. Um, getting someone get getting the right cheap guy like Zeller at, at 13 and starting like they're weird, man. Like they've been doing this stuff with the rotation and, and like he, like in, and some of his starts, let's just real, I'm going to peek at his minutes in some of these. Cause I know like the last, like he's been, they've been creeping up in some, but they'll keep, they won't close them in others and he'll play like 20 or 21. So it's like a little bit annoying, but if, man, if you get catch that game where he plays 28, so like, let's, let's put Zeller up to 28. Like we have him at 21. So like, and that, I think that's right. Like t- 21, 22 is probably where I'd be. Cause they're just weird on what they go. But man, if you put him at 28, let's see where he pops up as far as uh, RG value. And he's the second best. So like doing stuff like that, just in general, not even for tonight, but just doing stuff like that in general, especially when you're doing tournament builds, like these are essentially medium projection minutes. But if you are doing tournament builds, you want to get, you want to run it. It's like, if best case scenario, what happens tonight? Like best case scenario, is, I don't know, 28 or 30 out of Zeller. So run your stuff like that. But I think what I was getting at is center in general is going to be a place where this ownership congregates on all these guys. And all these guys are, I don't know, expensive to somewhat expensive. Uh, you know, Borlo's 5'1", and, you know, it's not too much more than Zeller. But if you could find the cheap center here, 
And then that makes you pay up for the Lowry's of the slate or the Siakam's of the slate, the guys we talked about. And then you fade Jokic at 40%. I think that's the way to be a little bit different at center. Cause man, a lot of, not only will people go a lot of double center and even if they don't, I think it's just going to be a ton of ownership on those four guys. Right. And it's great to be able to do something different without having to give up Middleton or DiVincenzo or a play that you think is the, like the best play on the slate. Yeah, it's like uh, we have that conversation with JSU, like the determining good chalk and bad chalk. If you think Middleton is good chalk, then I eat the chalk and be different somewhere else. And it's I think people, being different somewhere else is maybe going away from Jokic. If you think the stuff we talked about, the Bucks is going to mean Middleton's going to get – he's 7'6", so like I envision a much more likely to fade on DK than Fanduel because he's 7'6 here. Right. Like if he gets 41 DK points, are you upset in tournaments that you fade them? I don't think so. Like, I don't think that kills you at 74%. Like, you got to hit the other guys, obviously, but I don't think that kills you. So, that's, I don't know, that's some stuff I'd be doing. Okay, excellent. Uh, let's get into a few more of these QQs here. We'll go to it's Tyler Jackson, DK Cash question for you means Conley and Zeller. I don't think we talked about Conley. Uh, Conley and Zeller or Murray and Pat Con? I would do the first one for sure. Okay. JMVP, DK Cash, Mitchell and Connington. Or Bridges Conley? I slightly lean the uh, Bridges Conley one. Okay. Uh, Yappy says, would it be okay in a GPP to stack Bridges and PJ together? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'm a little uncertain on that, but that is actually a good can – I, can I pop off for an RG tool real quick? Absolutely. Which RG tool you should – just spat uh, yeah which, i'm, I'm gonna share screen it. yeah let's do it the the uh the correlation tool we have and like it's it. been updated recently so let's just look we got time i'm gonna use the time to look at the correlation tool i think that is a good it, this is a premium tool correct it is a premium tool and it better be and i might have to search it i don't know d train do you mind finding that for me i don't know if we have it up oh it's in the free i scroll by it okay oh it's not it's not premium okay oh. but still worth it so let's look at uh, um, Charlotte here. So we got Washington, and then you have, who do you say, uh, Miles Bridges? Uh, yeah, it was Bridges and PJ. So they slightly negative correlate, but I mean, I'm a little, probably a little less interested on, in, or I'm less willing to like trust that on a three game slate. Like you're going to have to, you can like, you're only going to find so many options that are uh, going to positively, positively correlate anyways. And basketball in general is, it means less in basketball than other sports for DFS. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. So I guess to answer Yappy's question, um, I would strictly because I like the game stack and I, uh, and I don't think people are really going to play Washington. I want to see what people are doing with Washington. We got him at, 14 and we got miles at 29 so yeah i think you can do it because i just don't think many people will and i I like the game stack so yeah roll with it okay excellent Uh, (laughs) let's see mr tj roto says on yahoo 10 lineups how many trey how many Jokic? we didn't really we didn't talk about yahoo but um i don't know what uh, this is over there yeah I'll, i'll pop it up real quick on lineup hq how many ten lineups? How many Trey? How many Jokic? Um, I I tagged Trey on on uh, Yahoo actually just because point guard 
is a little void of options and he's only $43 and compared that to Jokic who's 44. I, I mean, we have them basically right there and I like then the positional scarcity at point guard makes me like him a little bit. So to answer the guy's question, um, I would do, I would, I would probably have Trey and like six of them. And let's go, I would probably go, I would probably want to be on Jokic at 35%. I'd probably want to be over that. So I will say six, I would want them in at least six lineups. Not saying that's, you know, combined, but I would probably want to be over on Jokic and over on Trey tonight. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Let's go to Android. FanDuel GPP question for you. Graham Middleton. Is that, he's saying would pick one? I'm guessing. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Graham six one and Middleton seven. Um, I mean that's tough because if you have the funds, like I guess I need to know what the rest of the lineup looks like or what the other like two v two, three v three is looking at because it's just such a glaring difference in in uh, projection that if you have the funds, I just can't envision going away from Middleton in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Gray Bros says, "Hey, I thought you were starting at six. I missed the Fanduel portion uh, because it's on YouTube. You can rewind." Someone hmm. mentioned. Uh, Should I give a Cliff Notes version or no? I think, well, he had a direct question that we can get to. He says, is it crazy okay. to have Lowry, Siakam, Andy Baca in the same team on FanDuel Cash? And uh, I don't think it is, no. Um, yes, they're a pretty almost positive. I, they play, yeah, they play last night too. That's what I thought. So they're also in, in altitude on the second night of a back-to-back, but they're also down two main rotation guys. So and they're only six-point dogs. So these, all of these uh, games are basically like the same totals and same, you can see here, like, look at this, same, basically same spreads and same totals. So you can kind of throw any blowout risk out the window unless you know more than Vegas does. So <laughs> I would, I would, I landed on a build that I really like with those three guys. I would not be opposed to playing it. It's a three game slate. Like there's just certain times you just got to be fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. This is Raymond with a FanDuel GPP. Which reminds me, we've got the FanDuel single entry series. I don't know if it's full or not, but it's 25 bucks. Guy won last week's, like a, a crunch time guy who hangs out with us. He won last week's one. Uh, it's Utah Bogdanovich or Bridges? I'll assume that's a cash question. Um, I would go, I saw Leland Bridges. That's why I said when I did the run through too. Yeah. They're kind of close if you look at our projections, but yeah, I kind of like Bridges. It's interesting that you assume that was a cash question because I said FanDuel GPP, Utah Bogdanovich or Bridges? Interesting. I chose not to hear that. <laughs> I might not have read it. I might have skipped over it. I don't know. Well, in that, then I'm definitely going Bogdanovich. Ceilings are the same, uh, and projection or the projected ownership is vastly lower for Utah Bogdanovich. So, if that was a GPP question, which I think it might have been, I'm going to go Utah Bogdanovich. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, let's go to KM DK Cash for you. Graham Bridges or Mitchell Martin? And remember, we've got multiple Martins, so mm-hmm. it it's the first one for me either way. No Martins. Ailes in a FanDuel GPP Milwaukee Denver game stack. Who do you want at center? Brolo, Jokic, or Plum Dog? Okay, so if you're playing uh, huge in the one of the big boys tonight, let's look at Plumley's uh, projected ownership because that's another good point we can bring up. So he's at four percent. You're obviously not playing Plumley and Jokic together, in my opinion. That's one of the things where if that game blows out. Like they do kind of consider him one of their main pieces. 
So like it's he doesn't always always get yeah he doesn't always always get <laughs> and trust me that's uh, no dupe bias here either that's uh, that's poor decision making um, but yeah he's if those minutes climb up I mean and he also if the more of those minutes climb up the probably the higher the ceiling projection would get but he's going to be the guy who would benefit if Jokic doesn't play the fourth he's going to Plumlee's going to play the first I don't know six eight minutes of that or whatever. And that's how you're – that's a perfect leverage play to get off of Jokic ownership. So, I big would – Big field. Big field. Yeah. Like that, I big guess. field, I would do that. I wouldn't do that if you're in a single entry. But then, if I'm doing – if I'm if I'm thinking that's going to be the, the game flow tonight, do I want to play Brolo? I would, pro- I would probably just do Plumlee if that's in a big GPP. If not, and you're like single entering, I kind of lean Jokic and fade Brolo and fade Plumlee. Okay. Let's go to Chris came in my pants, DKGPP, Siakam Herter or Collins Conley? Hmm. Siakam Herter. I would go the first one. All right. We've got nine or so minutes left until lock. More QQs coming. This is from Alex Andrew says FanDuel GPP, Murray Lopez or Lowry Zeller? Ah, uh, I'm gonna lean on ownership on that one because those are both good. I think those will be like cash type builds, so I think they'll both be popular. So let me look at what ownership's telling us here. Got Lowry at 40. Another one was the Murray build, right? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I do the Murray build too, and it's also you know it's uh, you got to since it's a tournament, I'd go Murray Brolo. That's also you know Nuggets Bucks correlation, so I'd do that one. Okay, now Weeble has the same question only with FanDuel Cash. So Murray Brolo or Lowry Zeller FanDuel Cash? I'm leaning I'm leaning the Murray Brolo one in that one also. Um that's just I prefer I prefer that side of it. I think there's just a little more certainty with Brolo, and I think there's like a little bit of hidden upside with him too. So I I just slightly prefer that one. I wouldn't argue either though. They're both really, really like optimal type builds. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, just the illus says last piece in cash, Wes Matthews or Connaughton? That is a DK question. So let's look at what we got here. I'm going to rely on our projections on this one. Which also, by the way, if you're a premium, you get all these awesome projections. That is but this, uh, this handsome fellow right down here, I don't know if it's popping up in the share screen, but this little, this handsome fellow right there helps a little bit. So. I'm not sure which of the five of you you were pointing at. <laughs> I assume it was yourself. No, it was no, no, of course. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'll go, I'll lean our projections on this one. I'll go Connaughton. All right. Uh, EJ, uh, sorry, Knick Knick, DK Cash, Zeller and Donovan Mitchell or Bogdanovich and Rozier? I pretty strongly knew the first one on that one. All right. EJG. DK Cash is a 3v3. Bridges, Washington, Conley, or Mitchell, Millsap, Cody Martin? Kind of lean the first one. Akimbro, DK Cash, Millsap, or Zeller? I go Zeller on that one. Flores Marks is out of the three games. Which two would you rather stack? It's kind of a loaded question because I feel like, do you mean stack them to be sneaky or stack them? Stack hmm. the best ones. I don't know. I'll go the first week since I I kind of took a stand on that earlier. I'll go with the first one for sure. 
because I think I do like that one anyways, and I think it'll be sneaky based on what ownership said. So I'll go with that one for sure. And then I guess, I mean, I guess I'll go with the Raptors Jazz one then next because I think, I think that'll be especially on DK like that'll be the least popular of of the of the other two left. So yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, R. Meyer, DK GPP. Will Frank Mason get any minutes? I'm pretty sure we are expecting him up, and we have him in the rotation. We have him at five minutes because we're. I haven't been able to check Twitter since the show started, so I haven't seen if there's any update on that. But we're expecting him with the team, and we're expecting a small role. So I don't know. You would think maybe they give him some backup point guard minutes if they want. So we're expecting him to, but not meaningful. So okay, so wouldn't play him. I would take a shot with him in the big tournament. If you're making a handful of lineups in like the very biggest tournament, I would absolutely take a shot because he's pretty decent per minute. He's 3K. Okay. Oh, and also, if that game blows out, he will play a lot. Okay. We'll go to Deeds, DK Cash, Zeller, Conley, or Clarkson, Bojan. I would go the first one. Time to win it. FanDuel Cash is a 2v2v2. Lowry Hunter, Murray Barton, or Rozier Bridges? I prefer take out the first one. Um, I slightly prefer the middle one that that Murray one, but Murray I Barton. the one that was right next to it for me was that other one he mentioned. So I I like the second two, but I'll go with that middle one. Okay, great. Uh, Mickley Page in all caps yells, uh, all caps and no no punctuation yells. Bridges Clarkson Rozier Connaughton. <laughs> That's how it looks to me. Can you can you say it slower? It, like yeah. pretend it's not in caps. Okay, yeah, uh, and pretend there's punctuation. Okay, so two two. Uh, Bridges and Clarkson versus Rozier and Connaughton. Uh, I would go the first one. Okay. Uh, did that one? I think we did that one. Uh, Achilles, DK Cash, Connaughton. This is a three v three. Mm-hmm. Connaughton, Bojan, Jokic, or Cody Martin, Collins, Brolo. I like the first one better. B Daily, this this isn't your cup of tea. This would be an interesting JSU question, but I shall ask you anyways. Uh, can you stack every game in a DK GPP? It's only three games late. Is everyone stacking every game? I I mean, if you have 150 lineups, you can do whatever the heck you want. Um, then no, and by the way, no one loses if you if you play 150 lineups. I don't know if you knew that. It's true. Kidding. I've seen that on Twitter. You can't lose. <laughs> you do that. Don't don't quote me on that as a joke. Um, I I mean, I assume for the people who are you know MME, they're for sure going to do that. Um, if you're like now, let's first thing like your JSU and your what's usually do like three to five lineups, right? Two, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's probably not doing that would be my guess. He's probably doing that with at least one of them and picking the one he wants. So if you're just doing – like let's say you're making three lineups, are you just going to sack each game? Like I would not do that. No. Right. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, he does two to three for each site, yeah. I should say. Uh, salty Dog, FanDuel Cash, last piece, Hunter or Reddish? Uh, that is a good question. I'm going to rely on our projections on that one. We got – Hunter uh, slightly above uh, because I believe we have um, or they confirmed that Reddish is coming off the bench and I think that is why because of the minutes so just let me double check but yeah you can ask another question I'm going Hunter on that one okay uh, Nape do you like three Hawks in a large field DK GPP absolutely 
Okay. I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to put you in lightning round because uh, we actually have a lot of questions. I didn't expect that, but are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Straw, DK Cash, Rosier Reddish, or Zeller Graham? Zeller Graham. Chili Mac, last piece, Yahoo Cash, Lopez, Barton, or Bogdanovich? Uh, I'll go Barton. DK GPP, last piece, Grant Clarkson, Deadman. I only got 43 left in the util. Oh, O'Neal, he also mentioned. Uh, Grant not Clarkson, the... Deadman, or O'Neal? I would go... I would go uh, Deadman. GWB says, I just lo- uh, just started looking at smash percentage on lineup HQ. How close are those percentages to hitting? I don't I don't know the answer to that. If Jamino is watching, he can chime in on that. I don't know. I don't know the exact formula behind it. It is a cool tool. Though. And this is lightning round, so I can't elaborate. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Saved by lightning round. It is a cool tool that you only get <laughs> on lineup HQ, though, so check it out. Uh, we got two minutes for this lightning round. Reddish or Cody Martin, last piece? Uh, Cody Martin. Straight up from Sanji. Straight up. Higher fantasy points. Jokic or Middleton? I got to select one. Who do I go? I mean, I'm going to go. I'm going to. You got to go Jokic. Okay. Akimbro, DK Cash, Brolo Collins or Joker Zeller? I would go the second one. Shrek says, you okay with Deadman and DK Cash? That's the last piece, but I like those other centers a little bit more. There might be a little opportunity cost there. Sorry. It's okay. Schultz says, DKGPP, have you talked about Utah has been bad lately on defense? What about a four-man rap stack? Lowry, Siakam, Powell, Ibaka. I would try to keep it to three at most. Okay. That is a very JSU-ian thing of you to say. Uh, Joey Rock, FanDuel, GPP, Reddish or Hunter? I would do, since we said Hunter Cash, I'll go Reddish tournament. All right. Uh, Yahoo Cash. John Collins and Monte Morris or Siakam Gary Harris? First one. Uh, Ilya Sova or Pat Connington? Uh, Connington. How many Cody's are too many Cody's? So, yeah, we got Zeller and Martin. Um, oh, yeah. So, three, because I don't think there are three. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Three or too many. Uh, Bushia, Conley, okay, and FanDuel Cash. A lot of people are bringing up Conley. I didn't personally land there. If there's a build you like, um, I'm fine with it. Maybe that's like a Jokic build at center. So I'd be fine with it if that's where you land. I personally didn't. Okay. Weeble, FanDuel, Cash, Murray, or Rozier? Oh, man, if you have the money, just go up to Murray. That's what I'm doing. Don Carlo, great name. Murray Zeller or Rozier and B. Lopez? I would do the uh, the Lopez one. Okay, that uh, is just about our last question here. Um, means excellently done, sir. We crushed himself, Ralph. You did. I appreciate the compliment. And I thought you did a really good job too. You don't have. You to were start. handling. You were. You were handling. We had a lot of stuff going on. We had extra time. We did. You uh, dropped the lightning round on me. Yeah, you don't have to turn the compliment around. It's, it's okay. I appreciate and it. I, and I know you don't like when I do that because you think I'm being facetious and like snarky, but I actually <laughs> do mean it. You like crush the hosting duties on uh, this show. That is that is too kind. Uh, hey, everybody who is, who is at home watching, for those of you who always hang out with us, thanks. Good to see you again. For those of you who were new watching us on YouTube, if you join Roto-Grinders Premium, you get this show every single day. Towards the end of the month, we do this show with basketball and baseball, oh God. <laughs> we bring in, we have Meansy and we have Cheese, and it's just pure chaos, and it's so much fun. 
so yeah, cheese, uh, cheese hit me and Roth up with a screenshot of our calendar for the end of March, and like I forgot we did that last year, and it was yeah. so freaking fun. Yeah, was- when we did that, because it, it was just like. A, it was just madness because, like, end of season NBA is madness, anyways. But then you bring in a different sport, you bring in cheese. When he, like, he went first that one show, and then he was drawing all these, he had the, all these pictures drawn. So when it was my turn, he's holding pictures up to the camera of, like, uh, he, like, scribbled what James Harden looks like. Yeah. And then I was he, saying he all these names. About basketball. Yeah. Right? I don't, well, I mean, I was saying all these names that half the people don't even know at that point of the NBA season. And he was, like, holding up signs, like, who is that guy? And, like, I couldn't even finish my analysis. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, so now's a good time to join up for premium. Uh, Jay says, is it 45 minutes going forward, i.e. baseball crunch time? I don't think so. This was because there was no Grinders Live ahead of us. So I think the answer to that is no. I personally think the 30-minute show is good. Crunch time should be a little frenzied. Um, but I don't know, and it is not my call. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We'll take a few more questions. We do have to get out of here a little early because Devin has a golf show coming up. I can't believe they're still having a golf tournament this weekend because of the coronavirus. Don't touch your face and wash your hands, everyone. That's just a little, it's a little advice. And do your grocery shopping. Means do you do your grocery shopping yet? Uh, I got to We're going to put together a little emergency. Uh, we call it the Kevin Roth emergency list uh, tonight. I'm going to go get some stuff tomorrow. I, well, okay, it might be too late, but I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud. Of you. <laughs> too late. There he is. There he is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, a few more QQs here. Good for Tatum. Good for Tatum. Uh, yeah. FanDuel GPP, Rozier and Lopez, or Lowry Zeller. Uh, well, we will assess that after the fact. Since one of those, since some of that is already locked, but I want to look again at uh, projected ownership on that one. So yeah, Lowry it looks to be the higher, higher owned. So what was it, Lowry and Zeller, and then Rozier and Brolo? Was that right? It was Rozier Lopez or Lowry. Zeller. Yeah, I do the. Yeah. I like the Rozier to Lopez one better for tournaments. Okay. Um, uh, sneaky or stupid from Griffin in a GPP. I played Graham and Rozier together to try to get some leverage. I don't love them together. And they're kind of like, especially on DK, they're priced up a little, or at least Rogier is. So I don't love them together. Okay. Um, New York Jets with maybe the most important question of the night here. Meansy, what is in store for you with MLB this year? Are you doing stacking articles, pitcher breakdown? What can we expect going forward? That is a great question because I have not been alerted of my duties. I'm assuming <laughs> I have duties. Um, so I don't know. I Last year I did the uh, premium – yeah, no, that was two years. That was a uh, that got that got uh, eighty six last year because it kind of was redundant on how good cheese cheese does with his pitching stuff. It's like, yeah. why have like someone else write when the best person in the business writes the greatest breakdown ever of pitching? I do so, get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I do get it. Although a lot of people were sad to see it go. Maybe just because I'm so funny. Maybe that was why I had nothing to do with pitching. No. Okay. Um, so yeah, last year I did the premium on on deck pod twice a week. Uh, I did the Corsax article, I don't know, three, uh, average two to three times a week. We've rotated every other week. So, yeah, I did that and some, you know, survey and, and uh, consensus value rankings. So, okay. Well, the people are calling for you to be on MLB Crunch Time as well. So maybe that will be part of your duties. Who knows? There's a, see, that's just dumb. Like, we have Cheese and Cardi, like, and like Grant hops on there too. Like, why would they even want me on there? I mean, because again, I, it must be my humor. 
That's I guess that, that must be it. be it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Straw with kind of an elaborate, but maybe accurate take there. Um, I think it's time to get out of here. We've got uh, Devin's got a setup for golf. I need to go wash my hands 19 more times. Jesus. And, <laughs> and I recommend everyone at home does the same. So me, say goodbye. To- goodbye, people. Thanks for joining us, everyone new. I uh, hope we see you tomorrow. And for the people we always see during the week, we will also see you tomorrow. That is well said, guys. We appreciate you. We love you. We will indeed catch you tomorrow. It will not be Quiet Storm, full-on version. We appreciate you. We love you. You have been crunched. Thank you.